Cats at Night. Now, here's John Katsimatidis. Uh, Lydia, who do we have on today? John Solomon, what do you have for us? Well, if you were hearing the sounds of cash registers ringing, it might not be Christmas shoppers. It's all those members of Congress who just ran up a $1.7 trillion spending bill moments ago, uh, uh, sending it to Joe Biden for signature. It will be signed into law. It locks in all spending for the first year that the House Republicans. The House Republicans have no say over their first year's uh, budget. It's had been decided by the Democrats as they go out the door. A lot of wasteful items in here. How much? Well, uh, Rand Paul, the senator from Kentucky, put together his annual Festivus report. He set himself a record. He found $482 billion in what he calls frivolous and unnecessary spending. That's an all-time record. He's been doing this for many years. That's a lot. Uh, and then meanwhile, there is a lot of news going on in the election integrity space. Uh, a judge is considering what to do after Kerry Lake's two-day trial in Arizona exposed a lot of problems in uh, uh, Maricopa County, the largest county in the state. And, uh, and in a surprise move, we just heard from the Texas Secretary of State, he went back and audited the entire 2020 election statewide. He did this very quietly. He put his results out. Serious election integrity issues in Harris County, which is the, home, the seat of uh, or the home of Houston, the city of Houston, and a whole bunch of phantom voters in the city of Dallas, in Dallas County. So even in Texas, which has pretty tough laws, when you do a full audit, uh, clearly there's been some pretty significant findings there as well. So that's the big news on uh, the uh, two days before Christmas. Wow, that is just so incredible. Can you talk more about some of the frivolous spending in that $1.7 trillion budget bill? I know there's no money going for the border, but there is going for border security in the Middle East, though. That's right. Five countries are going to be able to build better border walls and better border security with using American tax dollars. But Americans won't be able to use those tax dollars because there are provisions in there that prevent that from happening. That's a pretty extraordinary um, uh, cons- uh, problem that we're, a lot of people are talking about. And the Border Patrol particularly very angry to see that happen. We had the um, union president last night on our television show, and he really laced into Congress for abandoning his men and women. Um, yeah, there's all sorts of things. I, uh, the Rand Paul report is always one of my favorites because he finds things that no one else has thought of. For instance, there was some COVID-19 relief money that went to, I'm not making this up, a study, a $118,000 study to study a single character in a Marvel movie. Why would the government spend money on a a Marvel movie villain named Thanos? No one knows, but those are the sort of questions. In the current bill, the one that just passed in the last few days, uh, all sorts of um, grants to LGBTQ uh, organizations all across the country, libraries, pet projects, bridges, uh, earmarks are back after a decade of having been banned. Uh, The 2011 Congress banned them. Uh, they were back this year with a vengeance, and there are, I think, $16 billion in special pet projects for lawmakers. But what's most interesting this year, more than any other year, we always look through these every year, uh, a lot of uh, money going to woke causes, LGBTQ uh, causes, uh, critical race theory, training things, um, a lot of things that uh, Republicans who voted for this may regret uh, when their competitors in the primary start pointing out what they just voted for. Clearly, no one read the 4,000 pages, or they might not. They might have had some objections, but uh, a lot of amazing things in the bill. If you were taking a scoreboard, uh, John Solomon, uh, how much would you say uh, we did the right thing on, uh, on the money we did the right thing on versus uh, the money that we just built through bridges to nowhere? Yeah, it's 
a great question. It's going to take us days. This bill is so full. And then also the bill refers to other legislation. So it's like following the money is a process. I, I think a lot of people think there's two to $300 billion of fluff in this bill. Um, and that's a lot of money. It would be about a third of the bill, if uh, a quarter to a third of the bill. Uh, we're still adding up things. Uh, but if you take a look at what Rand Paul found last year in a similar spending of about $1.5 trillion, he found $475 billion that I think most people would agree on. For instance, why is the Defense Department spending nearly $200,000 on espresso machines from Starbucks? That seems kind of out of the government's uh, bailiwick. So, are they, refunding, uh, the, uh, are they refunding a political contribution or what? <laughs> That's it. Exactly it. And. And so there's a lot of concern. His ratio would come to about a third of all the discretionary spending that he reviewed turns out to have things like that. Most of the people I've talked to, the budget watchdogs that have an initial run on this, they're thinking two to three hundred billion for sure. When we're done, when we follow all the rifle shots, all the different things that occurred, we'll come back and give you a number. But it's going to take a couple of weeks before we get a full markup on it. But it's a large amount of money at a time when Americans are struggling to make ends meet. And just think about this. We, ha- we collected $5 trillion, $5 trillion in tax revenues, and we're still going to run a trillion-dollar deficit this year. Uh, that is a remarkable number to think about. It's an all-time revenue number for us, and we still can't live within $5 trillion a year. Wow. It's just so sad. So the January 6th committee finally dropped their final report after 18 months of investigations. They did it late last night. They tried yep. to bl- put all the blame on Trump. Trump hit back pretty hard. Talk us through what what actually went down. Yeah, listen, I think this began and ended with what we thought it was, an effort to try to disqualify Donald Trump from running for office again. One of the recommendations in the report is that he not be allowed to run for office again. Of course, they referred him for criminal prosecution. And uh, they say that uh, the January 6th event was a singular failure of a single person, Donald Trump. So what's missing in this is a significant examination of how a $600 million a year police force got overrun by a bunch of ragtag rioters. And uh, we have been focusing a lot on that. I think you may have seen in the last 48 hours some original reporting we've done. Uh, but there are clear signs now that the, uh, uh, the Capitol Police Report, uh, uh, Intelligence Division had overwhelming evidence there would be violence and storming of the Capitol going back to the middle of December. And all the time that that intelligence is coming in, Nancy Pelosi's top two aides are meeting regularly with those uh, security planners. They're helping edit the security plan. Remember, Nancy Pelosi told us two years ago, I had nothing to do with security. That's not my job. Her, her staff was all over the plan that ultimately failed that day. I think next year we will get the second half of January 6th, is, and it'll be, it won't be blame Nancy Pelosi or blame Donald Trump. It'll be how do we fortify this building, one of the most important homes of democracy, because it clearly still doesn't have the mindset to protect itself from a preplanned attack like uh, January 6th. Well, John, John Solomon... Have a very Merry Christmas, a very great, uh, good holiday with your family, and, uh, and uh, let's all pray that the new year will be good for our country. I, I pray the same. I wish you guys a very Merry Christmas, and I want to thank you for all the times I get to come on your show. It's such an honor. I love all that you're doing out there. Thank you, and uh, God bless. Well, he's one smart guy, Lydia. Absolutely, and it's just uh, unbelievable to me just how much pork is in that $1.7 trillion bill. And like you said, John, bridges to nowhere. How well, many of them are it there? It sounds like, you know, I think he said $480 million or something like that in, in pork. And for those people out there in, in uh, uh, you know, from 
Miami all the way up to Canada listening to us. What does that mean? That means when you bribe, where the head politicians bribe the lower-level politicians uh, with pet uh, projects. Pet projects, and uh, according to the analysis, on the one point seven trillion dollar budget, it was four hundred eighty billion. billion. That would be one point seven trillion. Four hundred eighty billion. billion. That would be twenty nine percent of the budget. So a third of so it. a third yeah. of the budget was bridges to nowhere. But this is in other words, just bribe I, I wonder I wonder what the bribe was. Uh, I'm just using the word bribe. I, I don't hate deal. to use it. The deal was uh with uh mansion in West Virginia and Sonoma in uh, Cinema. Arizona. Cinema. Right. Something is that West Virginia? Yeah, no, you're right. West Arizona. Virginia just announced the the governor of West Virginia just announced a deal bringing in uh, a different different companies and different developments. So maybe some of that money is going. West to Virginia Western. today uh, is getting a seven hundred and sixty million billion. <laughs> yeah, you know you lose track of money on the I know billions and trillions million and quadrillions. Battery factory. Right. Well, maybe it has something to do with that. You know, you never maybe. know. But to, to see the key. That people forget. They say, well, this shows that they're dysfunctional. That's absolutely wrong. This is a deliberate, calculated way of taking care of everything at the end and sweeping it together. If they wanted to avoid this, they just do it, as the governor knows, they can do this in regular order well, through committee let's hearings talk to and the through guy. a process. You, you, governor Patterson, you were the governor. I am sure, that, and you had a disadvantage. Your, your sight vision was not as good as, you know, and... Did you feel there was a violin playing behind the, the old expression, the violin playing behind your back when you weren't because you, your sight wasn't as well? Um, only from the media, you know, not, not so much from my colleagues, but they would find a way. There was one time when um, I made this comment, we will be building at the World Trade Center. Now, we had started building there, but here it is seven and a half years after the attack on the country. And we really have nothing to show for it. So somebody from the Post writes, why don't they take Governor Patterson down so he can touch the building since he can't see them? And um, oh. he's lucky that I didn't know where he lived or I'd have come over and touched him. <laughs> That's so messed up. Wow. Wow. Well, why don't we take an advantage, though? Why don't we take a break? And after the break, uh, we're going to have uh, uh, Ryan Payne. Uh, a real smart financial. Uh, We're going to talk about guy. FTX, that whole cryptocurrency scheme. Where did two hundred and fifty million dollar guarantee? Who's good for two hundred fifty million? Right, his parents. His parents. And the bond company accepted the guarantee. He's going to stay with his parents, and the deal is that um, they will put up the two hundred fifty million if he jumps bail, and he can't use the car for three weeks. That's right. <laughs> and he has to be home by 9 o'clock. Right. Is that exactly. the And he can only play video games <laughs> between 5 uh, and 6. Let's take a break right now, and we're going to come back with Ryan Payne, uh, and uh, we'll find out what the heck is going on. Also, there's some rumbles at Goldman Sachs. Let's take that break. It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. 
If you're ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.